0: welcome to class discussions i'm your host ben also known as the dean founder of no diploma i started this show as a place to connect and share stories of creatives and entrepreneurs who are living their truths and following their own paths there's great insights to be learned on everyone's journey so i'll be using this platform to have discussions with individuals from all walks of life thank you for joining me and I hope that one of these episodes could leave you with a spark of inspiration, some insight, or some knowledge. Much love, peace, classes in session. What's up, classmates? Today's guest on class discussion is Christopher Martins. Also known as C. Marty, he's the owner and founder of C. Marty's Jerk and C. Marty Mar. This podcast episode was recorded July 2nd on Instagram Live. C. Marty's Jerk is a group of first generation West Indian men based in New York City that decided to take their family jerk recipe and share it with the world. They take traditional Caribbean recipes and remix them to match their young creative culinary energy. All of their food is prepared with their very own staple, C. Marty's Jerk Seasoning, which is the backbone of their brand. Chris pretty much grew up in the kitchen, surrounded by his grandmother's cooking. He also developed an early passion for streetwear, which over the past years, he decided to merge the two worlds together, fusing Jamaican food with clothing, sneaker culture, music, and adding himself into the mix. I stumbled on one of Chris's posts recently on Instagram. It was a cover of a cooking book that he's about to release, and the cover was very aesthetically pleasing. It had this kind of streetwear edge to it. So I decided to dig more into his profile, and then I saw that he was merging streetwear with food. In this discussion, we spoke about the early days of Chris's journey from building a clothing brand, from a hat line to t shirts to a seasoning line to building pop-ups, barbecue pop-ups, catering, and even showing up at different trade shows like the capsule show, the agenda show, and collaborations with Nike. Um, This is a very fruitful discussion. Uh, I think it brings a different perspective to things, and I hope that you guys enjoy it as much as I did. We would like to give a shout out to everyone who's been tuning into our class discussion so far. We just reached over 500 listens. Uh, We really just jumped into this project with no background experience in podcasting or interviewing. So to see that we've got that support um, means a whole lot to us. Our discussions are also now available on YouTube. We've posted some of our favorite highlights and some full streams as well. So make sure you go check that out. Without further ado, guys, we're going to jump into this interview. Much love. This is the Dean. Peace.
1: Yo, yo. What's good, man? How you doing, bro? What's going on, bro? Nothing much, man. man.
0: It's blessed to, to finally meet you, bro. I know we've been in communications, trying to make this happen for a couple of weeks now.
1: Yeah, man. Thank you for having yeah. me. On. I appreciate the opportunity. It's cool. I like this. The platform bro. is so man thank you man and and
0: uh yeah if you you want to let the the listeners know a little bit about yourself just a
1: quick little introduction who you are what you do yeah for sure okay my name my name is chris aka c marty mar um i make t-shirts i make hats i make slippers i make jerk seasoning hot sauce i host barbecues out here in brooklyn um, you could order myself on com. I have clothing there, I have dessert the there, and um, yeah, man, I'm just trying to bring basically my seasoning into your home, help you bring the authentic Caribbean taste into your kitchen, so you can make something new and enjoy yourself. You know what I mean? Man, that sounds amazing, bro. Like
0: all yeah. of that, and and the the way that I found out, like I know we've been following each other for for quite a while, but what got my attention was the cookbook that you posted. Yeah, and yeah. then <laughs> that that I saw the cover and I'm like, man, this cover is hard. And then I uh, I dug into your profile and then I saw I saw the, the cooking and then I saw yep. the clothing, and I just love the 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 fusion of you know streetwear and cuisine together. It's just like just something that's just so refreshing and, in my eyes, you know. And uh, yeah, I just really appreciate it, you know, and uh, really fascinated by what you're creating. So I just want to know like a little bit of uh, origin story, like how
1: this all got started. Influences and yeah, yeah, man. The way this thing kind of all started was it started with the clothing first. Like, um, I kind of like grew. I'm, I'm from Long Island, you know what I mean? And I grew up just like loving Nike, you know what I mean? Like, mm. I started off with sneakers. And my parents, they never bought us sneakers, you know what I mean? So we would go to church and we would see the kids. Like, we there was after school program on Fridays. It was called Royal Rangers. It's like a was a Boy Scouts, but like where I grew up in Long Island, it was, grew up not in the hood, but like the church we went to was in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or like we we go there and we would play basketball and we would chill and we would like play games and everybody had on like, whether it was the new Dennis Rodman joints or the, the Pennies or they had on like some sort of Griffey, some something fly and we never could buy them. They, my mom always subjected us to marshals. Like we would have to get the stuff on sale. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it kind of created this like, <laughs> this need and this like this passion for like the swoosh you know what i mean and and back
0: then you're you're probably talking about it in the 90s too right where
1: We're talking like 96 like right that's the bulls and everything yeah, yeah kindergarten first grade second grade for me mm-hmm. you know and um as we as we got older because i'm the oldest of three my brother um we finally got the internet after we had dial up we finally moved on to like you know like the plug-in cable whatever it was And um, he got really into Nike Talk. So through Nike Talk, we're on the forums. He was really heavy, more so in it. But then we found out about SBs and we found out about that whole streetwear, like that whole, like the beginning of streetwear kind of thing. And um, we fell in love with it. And it kind of became like this obsession. You know what I mean? Like Mm. chasing kicks on eBay. I remember I got my first job at McDonald's. um, And like, I basically just take our paychecks in this spend it on sneakers yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying so for um, sure. while all that stuff is happening like you know my parents worked and i was the oldest so like i would always be in the house and i always be cooking for my brother and sister and it kind of turned to this thing and then my little my younger brother he turned um the basement that we had into a barber shop so people from the block would come over to, our house so come to the basement and then he would cut everybody's hair And like i would cook so like he would cut hair i would cook it was family like, was, business, you know, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was like a little business, like the Martin family business. You know what I'm saying? So wow. it was a really cool situation. And like, you know, like everybody's chilling and we're hanging out. And like I started a deli in the basement, so I was like selling fronto. I remember I ordered like a mop of fronto for like thirty dollars. <laughs> what what well, like, how rinse. old were you back then? I was like then when we started deli, I was probably like 16. Like wow. 16, 17, yeah. So that oh. early entrepreneurial kind of kind spirit of by, was in there. Yeah, yeah back then, which is crazy when you think about it, so we were doing that, and um my dad always had me cooking for the dudes at church for the men at church, and um it kind of just like became this thing, like it was just what Chris did like I would just open up the grill because we're in the Long Island i spent the backyard, and I would just, like throw chicken on there, and after a while, we would start running out of seasoning, and my dad wasn't home, and I didn't have a driver's license, so I had to like make do with what we had so I have to stretch it Mm. by me stretching it I created my own recipe and didn't even realize it you know I was 16 years old and then he helped me with it and then my grandmother helped me with it and it kind of turned into a thing it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't like nothing solidified it was just something that we did and uh just turned to his passion and then while I was doing that I went away to college and I started off making like beaded chains like we used to follow this brand in Brooklyn, it was called Alien NYC. Okay. They had made like a lot of like bantu bead style like chains like. After- that was
0: hot. That was hot back then too. Back I remember Like the crazy. wooden,
1: the wooden stuff too. The wooden beads yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Back when um. Let get the wooden Jesus piece. What was that brand called again? I forgot that was. called. Um, Goodwood. Yeah. Goodwood, 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 Goodwood. Goodwood. Yeah. 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 So and they Goodwood had the. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember that? <laughs> and out in Long Island, um, uh, there was a so extra butter. Started their first sneaker store out in um in Rockwell Center, and I remember we became really cool with the dudes over there, and then I started selling my beads in the store. So that was like my first taste of like getting into like the streetwear world, like for mm. real, for real, on my terms. So I'm like working at McDonald's, I'm spending all my money on sneakers. This is when SBs are going crazy. I'm making beaded chains. I'm getting ready to go to college. I'm cooking for my friends, and I don't really know what I'm doing, but it's like turning into something um and then i kind of like put all my focus towards streetwear and throughout the years i started getting like really decent at that and um i got into different trade shows with capsule i got into like the agenda thing i was doing all that that's sick when is yeah. when is this bro like because you you
0: jumped from 16 how old were you when you started doing like the pop-ups and kind of developed the line from
1: the the beads into like clothing into hats and things like that, yeah. so, the clothes, was so, that? The, so the beads started happening so we met the dudes at Extra Butter like when I was like 17. I went away to college. So like 19, I started making the beads, and then uh, the beads were really dope. But like I wanted something that everybody could have because I can only make one beaded chain. So, right, right. With the beaded chains, I was like my whole concept with that was I was trying to give it the whole energy the SB side. So like I would name them like. Like mm. after the colorway so like for instance, like I had a black and a white chain, so I call it the Oreo pandas, or like, okay, okay, like yeah, shit yeah. like that, They're like some ice yeah. types, that that type of stuff. So then, bro,
0: what I love about just uh, just about this, like talking about streetwear, it's because later on it's gonna lead to like your branding that you did with, yeah, you know,
1: <laughs> I see it, bro, I see that yeah, keep going, like years and years and for years sure. of studying. <laughs> Of like, you know, like it's been like if you think I'm I'm twenty nine now, I'm about to be thirty at the end of July and like yeah think about it, like I've been doing I've been looking at the internet and sneakers and clothing and hats and all that type of stuff. And when LRG first came out and shit yeah. for all these years. Karma Carmelou, you know, like, yeah. yeah, Loop, yeah, Carmelou. <laughs> that yeah, <laughs> was the <laughs> shit, bro. Remember yeah. we used to like take like screenshots from Karma Loop and, and go on Microsoft Paint and like create outfits or dream yeah. outfits. Working at really? McDonald's, it's crazy. So, we would like drive around to different like, skateboard shops and like waiting outside to get like sneakers. And mm. it was crazy, man. But, um, so, like, all right, so college, I was making beads. Um, I was giving them to Extra Butter. I wanted to make something new. I wanted to have something that I could touch a lot of people. So, I was like, you know, the best way that I could do that was making hats. So, I remember I made my first hat, and that was when like Supreme five panels were going fucking crazy. Mm. You know, it was like 2009, 2000. You know what I'm saying? So everybody had a Supreme five panel. And like, that really like affected me. So I wanted to make something like that. So I remember I made my first five panel. I remember I had um, came home from school. I was like 21 ish and um, had no money. I dropped out of college because I couldn't finish because I didn't have any finances. And um, I remember I took my last like $400 and I was on Alibaba for like hours. Hours like I was researching this shit. I was like texting people, hitting people up. Everybody had minimums of like one thousand, three thousand, mm-hmm. two thousand. Then I kind of like swagged this one like old, like this like older like Chinese woman, and like we became pen pals. So I'm like flirting with her via like like I'm at four a.m. <laughs> Shout out to the Alibaba plug, bro. Yeah, That's, <laughs> it's, like flirting with shorty Texas talking about like how I'm trying to do this stuff. And um, she was really sweet, and then she basically cracked me a deal where she allowed me to make 30 pieces for um, like, you know, like 500 bucks.
2: I was like, all right,
1: bet. So um, she was, I walked up through the process. I sent her my designs. In the beginning, I was like, I didn't know what I was doing. It's crazy. Like if you have an idea and you really want it, you can make it happen only if you try. You know what I'm saying? Like you'll find yeah. it. Somebody will, somebody will give you a shot if you're willing to take the chance. Like I didn't know Shorty. I didn't know what Hebei China was. I do not know what was going on. But I just decided to like, just. Take a leap of faith and put my last 400 or 300 dollars into this person so um, she showed me the hat designs the different silhouettes i could use i chose the five panel um, and then i remember she let me choose the fabrics i remember i was so hyped bro i was so hyped like i was like i'm gonna take my fabric like i'm making my custom I, custom i had no idea how to use photoshop so I remember we got like a bootleg version for one of my friends like on a cd on my shitty laptop that like you know like we you know when your laptops don't work you're old like de- <laughs> like the plug the cord underneath it like a th- thousand times to bend it the right way so that we can say yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> we all have one of those for sure <laughs> i was like that's how i was designing and i'm like on youtube and then this is before youtube really had like how to photoshop videos so i just kind of kept everything simple like i just made everything with text like i figured if i could just type it if i could find a font download a font and just type it up. I can make it look cool as long as I gave it like some sort of like energy, you know what I mean? So uh, I did that, I made my first little logo. It was terrible, but I made my first (laughs) hat. I made my first hat, Send it away. A month later, I got my hat, remember I go to Extra Butter I'm like granted I had a relationship with these dudes for years. We watched movies with them, I did it. They didn't want to sell the hats. I was like, fuck, it hurt my feelings so bad, bro. It was crazy. I was like, you know what, fuck them. I'm going to keep doing my shit. So then I made another hat. Like, granted, grand I was watching a lot of like Naruto and different things. So like it was like all inspired by anime and that's why I had the whole Japanese mm. thing. That explains the, uh, the Japanese. Yeah, influence. Japanese text. Yeah. So I was doing that for a while and then I kind of took matters into my own hands. And then I was like, you know, this hat shit really isn't popping because like, I made these things. I spent like like at that time, after I made my second hat, I spent like a thousand dollars on hats. Um, and at the time I was living in Long Island still with my parents and then i remember i had i had met my ex on tinder crazy shit. moved to to a uh, Greenpoint and like started this whole new life like shorty worked at at the moment ps1 and like she had all these really cool art friends and like all of a sudden i was like immersed into this dream world that i always wanted kind of thing wow and living this life and like finally i was like around the group of people that i wanted to be around and i was experiencing the things i wanted to see like like imagine going to the MoMA, like the actual MoMA, at like 22, Dev Hines is performing, you're sauce, you're with your shorty, and you're wearing your shit. And it's like, you get in for free, it's like all VIP access, and you're around, like, salons, and you know, all this type of crazy shit. And like, you're from around, you have no idea what's going on. Like, this is like your new life. It's crazy. Right. So, um, like, all this experience started happening, and then, you know, I wanted to make more stuff. Like, I kind of got, like, yo, like, this is this is working for me. So then I started designing more hats. made, at this point now, I probably made, like, 50 different hats. I started making bike hats. I made snapbacks. I made all these different things. But I had this level of disconnect with myself and my brand because I was maturing and I was getting older. And I wasn't watching anime. I was living this life. I was going to parties. I was getting sauced in Greenpoint. I'm, like, in the city. I'm not I don't have time for naruto i'm not watching dragon ball z i'm not watching bleach i'm not doing those things so then um it's evolving you know with your
0: time evolving yeah yeah so like I,
1: kind of, I had like this this like i felt like i felt like i was faking the funk with my brand. so um i took this class it was called streetwear mastered and um it was kind of like a gamble so at the time the class virgil Abloh um was hosting the class kind of thing it was sponsored by him This is when Pyrex first kind of came out. I was was probably like 22, 23 years old. Um, And uh, with that, excuse me, it was like the class was like three grand. I had like a little job that wasn't making me that much money. I was making like 30 grand a year. um, And like $3,000 to do that class was a big big deal. Yeah. So um, I was taking the class. I I decided, I was like, you know what? I just applied. I applied for the class and I got in. So like it was like over like 4,000 people applied. And of the 4,000 people, 500, no, 200 kids got selected or whatever it was. And and, um, so I was playing in installments. And as I was taking the class, um, there was one assignment where you have to look in the mirror and come up with five words of what your brand represents. And it has to be reflected of you so we did that exercise and then when i was doing it and i remember when i first came what i was talking about it just didn't feel like it connected and they were saying that how your brand has to come from who you are you know what i mean so i was like looking and deep searching and digging and looking and searching and i was like you know what i gotta take my shit, and like i gotta change this anime thing because it's not who i am anymore and i gotta turn it to who i am as a person and it's my culture it's like it's the jamaican stuff it's the west indian stuff so i kind of went that route you know what I mean? And I came up with this new kind of, like, concept for my brand. And then we had this one project where you had to come up with a Halo product. So the Halo product was basically, it had to be something that was related to your brand. It was a product. Um, but it had to be not clothing. It couldn't be clothing. So you had to create something that was completely different and separate apart. So people were making, like, belts, which was whack. People were making helmets, which was whack. Some people made backpacks, which is whack. And i remember i was like following the hundreds like years before this Bro. and they made this tapatio sauce so i was like you know and i remember like i always wanted to do some shit like that so um and at the time this is what i was watching fuck that's delicious like heavy you know i was watching all these different like cool like vice munchie style stuff and i was cooking a lot and i remember i was doing this when blue apron first came out and i was doing a lot of blue aprons i was having fun cooking and um i was like you know what i want to make A jerk seasoning it makes sense i had an annual birthday barbecue that i was doing anyway and i was using a jerk season that i grew up with was called walkerswood i was like let me just make my own version of that so like instead of me actually making the walkers wood i mean the actual seasoning i just took the bottle and i branded it so um i submitted it to the class these went wild son (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> was this
0: online or was it was like in in person like an in-person class all online. online yeah who's teaching it virgil or like it's him that sponsored so it
1: he sponsored it and then it's like these people from london who were actually teaching like they put together pro- like programs so they reached out and they tapped a bunch of different influences like um the dude who runs dover street market um mm. uh what's his name from cold wall uh, uh samuel cold ross War. yeah yeah, they reached out to like, I know, just, who else did they do? Shorty from Adidas. I forgot her name, but she, she was talking about Stan Smiths. It was really cool, like, you know, like for not having any experience, like for real, for real in that. And like you get, it wasn't like them one-on-one with you, but you have this, you have platform to talk to them by through question, and then they have videos for you. And um,
0: so and it's the- it's almost like testing your products with people that are, you know, in the industry too. So you're yeah, getting exactly. direct feedback. So if, exactly. if they think it's hot, then that's hot in the market. Like that's gonna pop in. Exactly. You know? So you have, to, yeah. you have to come.
1: You had to you have to come correct. Mm. You know. So um, so I was wow. doing that, and I submitted that, and everybody went nuts. And then the, somebody in the class, of the, one of the guys, one of the administrators, he was like, basically, um, yo, you gotta send it to us. So I was I was like, oh shit, like I gotta actually engineer this recipe. So I remember when he said that i was like you know let me just go back to my roots so like i just went back and i took the recipes that i learned from my my grandparents my grandma and my dad and then i just put together the seasoning and i was like working on it and then they had to you had to do another class another another assignment because it was nine assignments another assignment was we had to have and host our own pop-up so my birthday was coming up and my birthday's in july and um i always do like an annual barbecue kind of thing right so I go to Prospect Park, and I always invite my friends. And I would just like get a grill, and I would just like make my chicken. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to use this opportunity for me to just launch, just launch, right? So um, I just took the seasoning that I kind of created, and I rented a grill from this like random ass spot in like like Flatbush. It was like East Flatbush, whatever it was. Um, and I bring this grill back, threw it in the back of the car, go to Prospect Park, and like, buy a tent from Walmart. Pitched the shit up, you know. I bought a Polaroid camera, invited all of my friends, and I just started cooking chicken. I went to BJ's in Long Island. I spent like three hundred dollars on chicken. You know what I mean? It was like all of my money, and it's like it's like fuck it, let's just go for it. Let's just go. You know? <laughs> and everybody pulled up, and we had a blast. It started raining. I got a DJ. Um, everybody wow. like even with the rain, the rain like turned into a, a vibe. Like it kind of created this energy. Then we're taking Polaroid pictures, and then I scanned all the pictures. I submitted it to the class, Um, and then I, people went crazy. People loved it, Um, and it was so cool, man. It was so cool. And then at the end of the at the end of the whole class, they choose seven kids, no, fourteen kids to be on High Snowbody, and then seven kids to be on Days and the Days Digital, right? right. So I, I remember at the end of the program, I checked. I checked High Snowbody first, and like I didn't get into High Snowbody. I was like, whatever, you know what I mean and then um i went on the other kids for days and i was scrolling and i was scrolling i got to the bottom of the page and i saw my name like, like i got featured right. days digital and i was like so hyped shit was crazy that is fire and, bro and at that moment i realized it was like yo this thing is real like this is something that i should be doing and then since then um i kind of turned that jerk season from that point into like a focal point of my brand, and it's been doing the best it's been selling more than the hats and then we um, started doing more pop-ups. Started doing catering jobs. Then I started taking other seasonings that I would use to season the chicken and putting it in bottles of like the powder. And then I was making a hot sauce. And then I put the hot sauce in a bottle. And like that's been selling like crazy. I'm working on a sweet sauce right now, and that's been going really good. And now the new goal is like to basically get this shit in Costco, BJ's, Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, grocery stores. Yeah, yeah, yeah it kind of eases me up with the clothing because now the clothing is more of like just a passion so I don't have to be I don't have to feel pressure I can just do what I want with the gear exactly I got it yeah. yeah so like now the money from the food is supplying the passion with the clothing and I could just be myself and that's the most important thing and it's been great it's been a crazy ride bro and, and and is this your full-time thing right now? like is this what yeah. you're doing full-time? amazing I'm doing full-time congrats man thank you that's, man like, that's a blessing it's a blessing it's been, it's been providing for me and I can't I can't even explain it. Like, I can't, like, yeah, man, I'm like, imagine getting a gig for cooking chicken and you could pay your rent for three months. It's insane, bro. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's
0: what's so beautiful about it is, like, when when you, when you spoke about stepping back and, like, trying to really find your roots and your, like, authenticity. Yeah. Like, I think that's a big problem with, like, so many of these brands. They just kind of mm-hmm. launch something that may be cool for, like, a season yeah. or two. But the longevity of things is when you're you're true to yourself, you know, when when you really create product that you use or a product that is a part of your own lifestyle, you know what I mean? So it's like cooking and the roots of like, you know, your culture and clothing, like you growing up into the streetwear culture. Like it all makes sense, you know. Now you created some sort of like ecosystem that all the things that you enjoy kind of live in, you know.
1: Exactly. Beautiful. I don't have to be fake, I kinda fun with stuff and like Yeah. It's just cool. Like, if a t-shirt doesn't sell, it doesn't matter. Like, everybody in the team gets it, and it turns into another thing. And like, it's been spawning onto all these different opportunities, and it's, I could I would have never expected for this to be like this. Like, I would have never, ever have known. And the potency of the gear now has gotten to such a level because it's so true right now that people are really fucking with it. It's kind of, it's kind of wild. Like, I can't, it's, it's hard to, it's so, it's, it's real, but it's more surreal than anything else.
0: Right. You know, have you like have you always like imagined to be like at this point where you could live off of you know your own business
1: your own like that was always nevers? the goal. yeah that was always the goal like I, I hated my job so much bro i hated <laughs> my job so much like i can't words can't explain how much i hated my job like before i was doing this i was working at this I was a project manager at an at a architectural engineering expediting firm and I was shit. <laughs> buildings in New York city and like getting certificate of occupancies, some real admin. Right, 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 3, right. emails a day, bullshit. Looking forward to lunchtime, you know what I'm saying? Going to the bathroom, like six day, six times out of the day just so you can sit down and text and check Instagram. That's you it. Know, like, <laughs> like shit like that. Like I hated my life, like it was terrible. But um, you need, you need those types of jobs, bro, to <laughs> get you out. You need that
0: reality in your face <laughs> to be like, man, I, I hate this shit. And I'm going to do anything possible <laughs> to get out of this, you know? So then you, you know,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah I feel you on that. And it's like so. bounce you up to the next point. I was yeah. going to bed at like four o'clock in the morning and then waking up to be at work by seven 30 and getting late to work, like by five minutes every day, 10 minutes every day, you know what I'm saying? And it being a complete zombie at my desk. It's horrible. Did that for like four years. Bananas, man. And
0: man, so you 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 took me through like most of the journey, but I want to know now like your your business, right? So you do catering. Yeah. You do you also do like home deliveries, uh, like if someone wants to order something. Because I saw something on your website. You have like a menu. Is that yeah. like anyone could just kind of call you up, like, hey, I want to order this. Like, how does it work
1: in terms of like, you know? But that so COVID kind of put like a weird stop on some things right so right now what we're doing is um so this weekend actually the new thing that we're doing is we are going to start cooking and taking pre-orders so right what we're doing is we're going to start taking pre-orders for certain dishes people could pull up and it's like all takeout. you know what i mean you can come by you can grab a jerk plate you can come by you can grab a jerk shrimp plate get some tacos and is this his order.
0: basis at your house like where at you my live house.
1: yeah so thankfully wow. my nice. landlord and my super like they love the shit out of me they're like my aunties so um they let me I got like four big ass grills in the basement i'm just gonna like wheel them out and they're gonna let me just like cook in the front and do my own thing and like they always help they always have fun it turns to a vibe the whole and the whole community kind of gets involved with it when we do it that's amazing really cool yeah and i saw i
0: saw you got some uh because I'm, I'm a vegan so i saw some vegan dishes on your website too so thanks for looking out on that that's super dope
1: you have to do it yeah yeah
0: no that's man. that's dope man and uh yeah, so bro, like your seasoning line too, like talk to me about that. Like you have three products now?
1: Three products right on now. Under yeah. c Marty? Yeah, so the first thing that we have, the, the main thing is the jerk paste. It's like the jerk seasoning. Um, that's kind of like the base of all the stuff that we kind of create. So that, then we also have the jerk powder, which is at first I wasn't selling the jerk powder, and then that kind of like rolled over into like you just might as well. Um, right. So that I was using, so I was like, you know, let me throw this thing in a bottle. So that's the, so what I do is I keep things easy for people. So if you've never made Jamaican food, it's super simple now. Like all you gotta do is you get the powder, you get the paste, you put the powder on, then you put on some paste, rub it in, put it in the fridge, put it on the grill. That's it. You know what I mean? And you got some authentic chicken. And then if Bro, you, you want you gotta to make some, some, uh,
0: some tutorials,
1: man. We got to see Marty. That's the next step. That's next. That's step. next? <laughs> so then if you want to get crazy with it, you go ahead and get the pepper sauce. You, just hit, the, you hit the top with the pepper sauce. And then right now, um, I have a sweet sauce that I'm working on that is kinda like a, like I I have it available at the barbecues, but I haven't put it in a bottle yet. But right. it's, it's been a cool process because like, you know, like like I was saying before, like you have to find a supplier for, you know, your hats or your t shirts, whatever it's that you're making. Now it's this new game where it's the like the bottle,
0: the paper, bottle, the sticker yeah packaging
1: uh yeah you got to get nutrition facts and they have to be right. So like I just finally got that right. Everything shelf stabilized. I finally got that. I got to get, like there's probably, there's
0: about. probably some, some laws too, right. When you're selling food, yeah. you need like specific, uh, things a on lot your packaging. Of
1: stipulations. There's a lot of stipulations. Mm. So it's been, so it's funny. Like all the Photoshop and illustrator skills that I kind of acquired through making t-shirts and, and hats. It's kind of like now fed into this whole branding, making like, all right, I'm gonna make a Dickies jacket that looks like a mechanic, uh, like some West shit right. shit, and I'm gonna make it, put C. Marty's jerk on the back and then- I'm gonna I saw the aprons too. Yeah, the aprons, go. like so nice. the whole, the whole inspiration with that was, I wanted to do a whole, like a mechanic line. Like I wanted to look like some real, like, underneath a car with a wrench type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, just right. Cause, like growing up, my dad always worked on cars. All the, all the West Indian men that I knew growing up worked on cars. So I wanted to take that inspiration and put it in the uniform. So that was the uniform for the mm. cooking kind of thing. So like, that's where that's I put amazing. that in. Just really cool. And um, yeah, like, so like, just kind of like merging the worlds. It's weird how the universe and how God works kind of just just kind of like, you go through one phase to get to another phase, to get to another phase to make you better in the end, which makes you the strongest version of yourself.
0: Man, I, I love the, your, your, your whole packaging, branding behind the the seasoning line. Thanks, uh, man. Even, even the stickers that you'd use for, like, your your chicken packaging. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just the little details, bro. But I know it comes from, like, that streetwear background. And I, I just, it's so appealing, you know? Like, yeah, it's, it's so like, well it's done. It's like
1: quality meat shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's yeah. like I'm taking from that. I'm taking from, um, it's funny because, like, all my inspirations, man, they're really coming from, they're coming from the LRG, Carmelo. Uh Triple Five Soul, you know what I'm saying? They're coming from Supreme back in the day. Stussy back in the day. You know, it was hundreds of cool. All that kind of stuff. Like it's coming from the early two thousands, Nike Talk Forums, you know what I mean? Soul mm-hmm. Collector, all that kind of stuff. And Nike SBs, like I'm taking all that inspiration and you know, naming dishes like the way that you would name like a pair a t-shirt of shirt or a collection. Yeah. yeah. Like, instead of calling it the Hawaiians, you're calling it like the uh tropical jerk tacos or whatever it is you know it's, it's it still has that whole vibe you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's really it's interesting how you could just like make these worlds collide because it's just energy you're just sharing energy that's it people it's just one you can you can consume via like wearing or like putting it on Another one you can eat and you can enjoy you can smell and you can taste that's it the same thing yeah. yeah so what speaking of taste
0: like what what are some like uh traditional jamaican dishes bro that you kind of grew up on eating around your house, and like, what's kind of like, what kind of stayed with you into
1: your journey now? You know. So funny. Um, so the, we got a couple of dishes. So the curry goat is like a must. That's like mm. a lot of that. And curry goat. You know. So with, with curry, you have to eat curry with white rice. You know. So if you do curry with like rice and peas, you're fucking up. You know what I'm saying? So you're not supposed <laughs> to do that. But like you could do like you're not supposed to do. You're not a real yard. You're not a real yard man if you if you're right. You better take piece and peas in mix it a curry right so then um it's curry goat. but curry is kind of like no goat is not hard to come by but it requires a little bit of en- energy mm. um curry chicken is a very easy one two three kind of meal you know? right so, so i do a lot of that um planting obviously um yeah. there's a struggle there's a struggle dish it's like uh it's called we call it corn beef and cabbage but it's really like bully beef and cabbage i saw a photo of that it looks yeah delicious bro yeah. so it, it's funny because it, it's like basically it's like it sounds crazy. My girlfriend, like I'm not eating my girlfriend always says she's not eating this shit. But it's uh it's basically like a can of spam. And you you take the meat out of a can of spam and you cook it up with like curry and different like like different um seasonings Then you add cabbage to it. And basically for like six dollars you could feed like eight people and it's delicious. Damn. Um another dish that I do is um it's called stew peas and rice. It's one of my favorites. Um oxtails are given, you know what I mean? uh ackee and saltfish is incredible
0: that's that tea you're wearing too right
1: yeah it's, sort of tea. Yeah, it's like it's so like ac- what what is an ackee it's it's a it's a type of fruit it's a fruit so basically aki is is uh aki and saltfish is jamaica's national dish like it's a national dish right um and the thing is where aki, aki is actually very poisonous so aki looks like when it's when it's closed it looks like a red pepper but when it opens it's like a red pepper with like kind of like these like
0: yeah yeah right i saw that t-shirt too bro i I fell in love with that man i was like i gotta cop that
1: (laughs) thanks i appreciate
0: it yeah you guys sold out though man i need you guys if you do a restock let me know bro i need you gotta do a restock on that i gotta do a restock on
1: that
0: (laughs) it's just so clean and i had to research aki after that because i was like what is that nice fruit you know
1: it's (laughs) really it's it's the it's basically it looks like scrambled eggs But it it tastes so like calm so basically the way that you Mm. you cook it you have to you have to like work the flavor into it so you get like you know the salt fish or like like dominicans call it bacalao and then you boil that three or four times to get the salt off of it and then you stir fry it with vegetables and like you could use a little bit of pig fat or use some bacon and then kind of like fold the ackee in there you add a little bit of coloring with some tomato paste or ketchup whatever it is and then it's delicious it's jamaica's national it's national dish everybody goes nuts man, home. man i have to find some around
0: here bro i got i gotta find yeah some hacky somewhere yeah man it's mad good it's mad good it's really really good <laughs> so bro you've done some pretty impressive like barbecue pop-ups uh some catering uh for events like nike mm-hmm. uh you mentioned liberty fairs earlier too yeah uh, talk to me about those experiences like you bring the cooking and the merch to these events and you kind of like create uh, a pop-up is that how like it's more so
1: what it's more so the merch created the opportunity for the cooking hmm okay so it's like um i can't do the merch and the cooking only because yeah yeah it's it's just it's just too much i mean i need to hire i need to hire somebody yeah 100 percent. it's too much but it's more it's like because i was doing the merch i met these people um who were like interested in the brand? Once I started keeping it a thousand percent real with myself, and they were like, "Oh, like what's this Jamaican inspiration?" And I tell them what it is. I show them the seasoning, and then people get really, really like, in, like excited about it. And then they're like, "You know what, yo, like you should probably like, yo, like I want you to sell this aki T-shirt in my store." I'm like, all right, cool. Then we kind of created connections. Like, yo, matter of fact, we're gonna start doing a barbecue. You Should pull up. I'm like, all right. And then like, you know, matter of fact, this barbecue now is gonna be sponsored by Nike. Nike wants to do this drop. Wow. So, would you want to? I'm like, apps to fucking you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. It, it kind of like snowballs in these things, and you do one, you do one, you meet one. It's like every time you do an event, I meet one person at that event that creates an opportunity for another event. And then that event turns into a word another. to mouth. Yes. Yeah. It's like, it's wild. I remember one time, it's a crazy story. Like I did a. Uh, one of my friend's girlfriends wanted me to come through and host the, do the food for this, cater the food for this holiday party. So I do, go to the holiday party. I'm doing the food. And while I'm doing the food there, um, I ended up bumping into one of my cousin's uh, dates that he had on Tinder that he brought to one of my barbecues and like, we became friends kind of. And she was like, you know what, Chris, you should like do this whole, this closest cooking class at my job. So then, that turns into an opportunity, which then turns to another opportunity. It's like, you kind of have to like move, like, it's this faith thing. It's it's, it's really weird. Like you kind of, you have to keep your your energy open to receive and also to like, I don't want to say achieve. That sounds so corny, but like. (laughs) You want to receive
0: and achieve. (laughs) Yeah, you have to
1: be, you kind of have to, you have to move with this blind faith. It's. 100%. it's, It's like, I think that's like the reigning theme when it comes to doing stuff. It's just letting go of any reservation that you might have. And then they turn into new opportunities every single time. And, and when you're, when you're doing something that you
0: love, you know, is, yeah. is it's, Oh, op- y- your arms are open, you know, yeah. to, to receive At least. At yeah. least. At least to you. all these things kind of come your way just naturally. And then yeah. you just kind of dive into it and
1: yeah, that's Pretty. beautiful, bro. It's like when I'm cooking, especially when I'm doing, like when I'm in front of the grill with my friends, like, you know, you're drinking, you know, you're smoking, you're having fun, you're chilling, you're doing your thing. It's like, I feel like Travis Scott on stage is wild. It's like, you just feel like, you just like, you just, it's like, you're, you're in charge, it's my show, you know what I mean? 100%. It's, it's, it's just such an infectious feeling. And people feel that, and then people taste that. You know bro, what I mean? how
0: like, How much of that satisfaction do you get, like when, you know, you see someone like buying your food and they're they're eating it in front of you, they're enjoying it, they come back with the feedback, like that's kind of like dropping a song and, and, you know, or dropping a tea and, <laughs> and selling out, you know, kind of thing, it's, yeah. It's, it's
1: exactly that, but it's like, even to like a point, because like people, you're ingesting this food, like you're, you're taking it and it's like, you're putting it inside of your body, you know what I mean? Mm. So it's like a certain, there's another level of um, attention to detail that you have to take when you're cooking and you're feeding people it's really important you got to be clean you got to be you got to be you have a lot of, you have to you have to sow and reap a lot of really good energy into the food so like when people come back and they tell you these things like yo it was mad good like yo, I so much Or like i want to buy a bottle of your seasoning or, let me get some hot sauce it's wow. it's like i don't i don't know what having a kid is like but it's like <laughs> it's, it's so it's like you just you Bro, can't i can't even describe the feeling that it is it's, Cause every time that somebody buys something for me and then they're cooking with it, and then the coolest thing is that people are making different stuff that I would ever have made with the seasoning they're making right and that I never Their even own thought. dishes yeah yeah. yeah 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 like and it kind of travels on you know yeah it travels on so then when you see that and it's like I know what I did to make this you know, so for me to see what know that what I did and then for you to take it and for you to take it home and then for you to share it. With your family, with your friends, with your parents, or whatever it is, and create something new that I never even thought of. It's like, like you have your hand in so many different people's yeah. lives. It's 100%. really, really cool. It's like, it's like yeah. this. It means so much. It's so deep that like you're feeding people's kids. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, that's, it's crazy. yeah, that's wild, man. Yeah, it's a whole different,
0: you know, approach to things too. You know, and mm-hmm. uh, and like how big? How big is your
1: team? Like the C Marty team? It's like so it varies. So for the focal point is me and my boy John. Right. He's one of the dreadlocks you've seen all the pictures. Right. Yeah. Like he's my childhood friend. I met him when I was like eight years old. Amazing. At, like, at church. And then um then there's my boy Philip, who uh he comes in, he always pops in. And then after that everybody else is like a floating kind of like member of the team. It's like if I need help, somebody will be like, Yo, you exactly. need help. Yes, I need help. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, but it's all yeah. friends and family, yeah.
0: That's kind of like the the same journey right now for No Diploma as well. Is, is like, group of friends, you know, like we have a pop up, we have an event. It's like, you know, you call your closest friends, yeah. people you trust, you know, and 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 they come through, man. Yeah, Assemble the whole support. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Because it's funner, you know, when you're doing it with your your friends, your close friends, you trust each other. You know, you, you you put your heart and soul into it. You know, yeah, man. So it's uh yeah, it's dope, man. And and man, speaking of your 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 cooking book, because. Is that something that's
1: coming out like soon? Is that like so, okay, in the works? I, so right now it's in the works. Like right now it's like, the only issue with the cookbook right now is, that, is the food photography aspect of it because right. whole, like like COVID thing. But right. the recipes, I have the recipes down. I'm like playing with the number of recipes. What I'm trying to do with the cookbook is like, I want it to be super duper calm. You know, I, I want it to be really like easy, no frills. I'm not trying to, I'm not going to make foie gras. Like, I'm not going to be out here <laughs> making, like French dishes, trying to teach people how to do certain things. I'm keeping just keep some my, home dishes that home you know. dishes, shit that I like, that I grew up with, and I wanted to make it look cool. So, I'm going to kind of include like a scrapbook. I've been taking a lot of film photos over the past few years. So, I'm going to like kind of sew that into it um, and kind of like have stories. So, right now, I'm working on that aspect of it. I'm working on the recipes and I'm getting all the writing part of it down. And then once that's finished and this thing kind of lightens up a little bit, because like now I think we're in phase three by the beginning of July. Right. um, I'm going to start actually taking the food and cooking and then taking pictures. Like the main thing is like once I have the pictures, it's fine for me. Like I want to go the whole professional route of getting it published and all that kind of stuff. But as of right now, fuck it. You just want to get it out there. Share. I'm going to make some cool shit, sell it to my friends. You know what I'm saying? That's it. I mean, that's it, that's it,
0: that's it. Bro, I'll definitely be copping that, man. I'll de- definitely, you know, support that, bro. Uh, Even, yo, your content creation too, like just the, the, the photos, like the Polaroids you use, the the film photos too at your your events. Like it's just, it adds so much richness, you know, to the, uh, friend, friend, to the whole, thanks, yeah.
1: It's all friends, man. I get, I get, yo, I'm telling you, it's by meeting people through fashion that I've been able to, uh, take that and kind of put it towards this you know what i'm saying you find like you find Mm -hmm. a very talented person that you fuck with and you just like instead of you putting them in that fashion context you put it into this food context and you kind of create that fashion energy with the with like that whole vibe through food kind of thing you know what i'm saying so it's like do you meet so many talented individuals by just being honest and like that's the, that's the only because that's the only way i could do it like if, if i was doing food first i wouldn't have had like that kind of energy you know what i'm saying
0: yeah it's it's interesting man like just even like because i had to do my research a bit you know i like when i have a guest on i like to dig deep into uh what i love to do is is scroll all the way down to the okay. first photo and then i kind of go through the trajectory of the person you know what i mean I like it, I like it, I like <laughs> just some it. tips man yeah uh, but since 2014 like you were grinding and making hats and making like the i was seeing all the clothes kind of progress yeah. you know and, and yeah. i feel like that was it just doesn't get as authentic than that you know like even through all those pictures you kind of see like the, the cooking like and you're talking about like six seven years ago you know so yeah. till yeah, til now pretty- it's crazy yeah i'm super like just excited man just to hear about your story like that it's just yeah we were supposed to go to new york uh before like pre-covid we had planned to get out there we're supposed to do like a pop-up and an event and everything obviously things had to you know change but man if we're if we're going out there sometime soon bro we definitely have to connect with you. and Link, let's link, bro. I got some ideas, man. (laughs) I got some ideas, bro. (laughs) But bro, just before we end it off, like I just wanted to know, um, we're going to step into the Q&A because we have a few questions that that popped up.
1: So what's next for C. Marty? So the next thing, obviously, is a cookbook. I'm working on that right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Recently, I kind of got, this is like, it kind of just happened today. I don't even know if I should even be saying this, but it's (laughs) weird. I kind of got reached out to recently about, Doing a cooking show like on an actual platform like TV. Wow. Dope. So that can happen. So I think that's happening. That's a sign, but like it's just been it's, I think it's happening. So like that kinda hit me out of left field and um that's gonna be really cool. So that's what I'm working on right now on top of that. So even if that does not work with that channel, um, I'm gonna definitely move on to doing that on my own. So I'm in the mood boarding process for that right now. So I'm just, like, kind of collecting a lot of imagery, just a lot of ideas, just a lot of, like, inspirations for that. So cooking show, cookbook. Um, I'm trying to focus also on top of that, too, with doing more takeout orders, like doing pre-orders on my website, right. pre-orders through Instagram, and kind of, like, getting that. Um Also, seasonings. Like, I've been – seasonings have been, like, my, like, saving grace right now. It's kind of crazy. Someone it's, said, see Marty TV
0: yeah <laughs> uh, that might that might have to be something bro <laughs> that
1: might have to be something. <laughs> yeah. so it's like so that's happening um but i'm making more seasonings like i was telling you before um so it's like a really cool process right so you make us you make something you send a sample out they do an analysis and they let you know that they do the, the nutrition facts per tablespoon or teaspoon or whatever it is you kind of create And then you also take that information, you send it, and then you figure out what it is in terms of like pH balance and whether or not it's like shelf stabilized or if you have to add or increase the acidity to make it more shelf stabilized. So right now I have these three seasonings, but I'm working on the sweet sauce and then I'm also developing another one. So I'm doing a couple more dry seasonings also to add to the collection, which is going to be really exciting. I can't wait to do that um Let's see. is that also i've been designing a bunch of new t-shirts which has been really fun i've been taking um like my first car that i ever drove was a volvo 240 dl like 1998 volvo and i created this whole capsule collection around the volvo experience from my standpoint right like you know the old box volvo like from the 80s yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. so i'm doing a whole like thing so i, re- I dropped one t but I have like sweatpants that's associated with that. I have a couple of hoodies and then um, I'm also working on. And you design that all yourself too? I do it all my, like, this is what I do. Like, it's like instead of playing like yeah. Red Dead or like Grand Theft Auto, I'm doing this. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, or, or, or Call of Duty, I'm doing this. So um, then I have this other idea where I, what I really, really want to do uh, is do a, uh, uh, a pop-up deli. So mm. I like teased like a little bit with like some of the merch, and I made a couple of samples. So I actually made the hoodie, I actually made a T-shirt. It came out hilarious. Like it's really really funny. <laughs> it looks like some like salt and vinegar New York uh, like Lower East Side type shit. It looks like you can I get a at Two a.m. type. I shit. love that, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like, can see current, it. I can see yeah, it. Yeah, like like Jewish deli like like Kanish type of vibes. Like that's that's where I'm going with this shit. Like this right. is my inspiration. You know what I mean? <laughs> So, um I'm working on that. So is that, uh I guess gotta figure out how I'm gonna like kinda position that, but I'm just really just having fun with it, bro. Like well, I'm watching, TV. I got a new puppy. Hey. And I'm, I'm just chilling. I'm doing push ups in the crib. Like that's that's I'm doing that right now and then I like as it. It kinda come, it's like all right, let's just go on the computer and figure it out.
0: Right. So, Man, and what what's kinda like the mission
1: and like the goal, like kinda like <laughs> The, the, goal, the goal right now, the mission is is to get seasonings everywhere. everywhere. Like, I want it yeah. in every, like, on a serious note, I want to get that shit in every grocery store, like, across like, the United States. And then afterwards, I'm going to move over to Europe. And then after Europe, I'm trying to touch the Caribbean. So, basically, I'm trying to get myself into a point where, with my catalog of work, I can kind of show, like, legitimacy. And then also right. to making sure that I take care of my administrative stuff from the behind the scenes that things that you, as a designer, as a creative, you don't necessarily think about. So that way, when opportunity comes, I can actually supply. It. So like, when it comes to like, I say, Costco or BJ's or Whole Foods, they don't order like a hundred or a thousand. They order one hundred thousand. Yeah. I'm trying to meet those. Yeah. get myself so that way if that was to happen, when I Cause like basically right now, like everything that I've wanted in life, I've like called out into the universe and it has come to me in some sort of shape or or another without me even realizing it. So like, if I'm saying this now, like I know it's gonna happen. So like, because I know it's gonna happen, it's just a matter of time. So like, if I get myself ready, then when it does happen, you can get like that $2 million check or that, you know, like $300,000 check, or whatever it is. Right, for an order. For an order, like I right now, I've been listening to not to digress, but I've been listening to um this podcast. It's called How I Built This. The oh, guy Raz, yeah, guy Raz, he's Riz. the man, bro. He's the
0: man. <laughs> he is the man, bro. I've
1: listened, Riz. I've yeah. listened to like all his interviews, bro. Yeah, from, like, the start.
0: <laughs> bro, that shit fuels you up, man. Yo, like son,
1: that's like. Oh. That, that was like my version of the Kanye West spaceship. Like, I'm just listening to the guy rise. Yes. And like, <laughs> one that stuck out to me was Shorty from Stacy's Peter Chips. I'm like, damn. Like this I haven't listened like, to that one. I got to Yeah, like, yeah. so good. Shorty with Stacy's Peter Chips. The dude who makes protein bars. And then. Cliff? The Cliff bars? Cliff, the Cliff bar dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, homeboy from Burt's Bees. And I, but anyway, like I'm trying to be on my guy ride shit, bro. I'm trying to yeah, some, someone said rise. you need to get on that show. <laughs> yes. Like, For like, sure, like, bro. That's the that's energy i that's that's the goal so the goal is to do that get the seasonings everywhere i'm talking like all the stores and um trying have to your own them. restaurant maybe maybe one day too the restaurant so the restaurant is like the, for me the restaurant is more of a um it's more of like a uh where the, where the clothing is for me now i want the restaurant to be like that for me then the mm. restaurant i want it to be more of a because i don't want it to be a stress the restaurant has to be it has to be a vibe and the vibe only comes from the person that is creating it so if i kind of can create an experience where i have to worry about finances i gotta worry about the, uh, the struggle and shit and i can just like you know just like have a bar and have good food mm-hmm. have good music have a backyard get the the perfect location that i want in new york you know what i'm saying and just kind of like do it like pop in like on some like don juan shit, and just like <laughs> get a drink for me and the homies and like you know like laughing yeah. So like, It has to be focus, chill, you know? It has yeah. to be chill. So it's, it's like for me, in my, in my playbook, it's what I'm doing now, seasonings, restaurant. And I only mm-hmm. want to have like one restaurant because like the restaurant for me, I want to be able to touch it. You know what I'm saying? 100%. I got to be able to, I got to be there. That's a beautiful, uh, that's a beautiful
0: vision, brother. That's, uh, it's just, like you said, in due time, you know, you put the energy out there, you put the right thoughts out there. And you know things things will come your way, man. You've been you know a proof a proof of your own uh, you know destiny so far. So, Damn and uh, so we got one from Omri. He said what inspires your spices? Funny as
1: hell. It's childhood, man. My grandma. Mm. My grandma. I saw her all day. Like it, one day, the other day, like um, I opened up my pantry and it smelled like hers. As they say, the smell is the closest sense tied to memory. And when that happened, I was like so proud you know what I mean so like definitely that's just my amazing. grandma my grandma and my dad that's that's the inspiration for the spices they're both jamaican so and Jamaica, the
0: heritage man yeah that's the key
1: yeah um
0: so we got if you had to create a brand new dish named the
1: sea marty what would it be <laughs> i love it <laughs> i would do what i would do i would do i would do a fried porgy oh a, yeah Yeah, I, I would do a fried porgy and call it the sea marty yeah that's what how I would, would do. you
0: uh, how would you season it man
1: I would season it liberally with like some like thyme infused like rock salt. I would hit it with like a quick like rub down with some of the jerk seasoning and a little bit of olive oil, and then I would just hit it on the grill and maybe tuck it in with some with some lemon and some like acra. I don't know if everybody likes acra, but like I might do that, and then and then I would make an escoviche on the side. So escoviche is like a pickle of like onion and uh, carrot and um, like Scotch bonnet peppers. And then I would just kind of have that on the side, then pour the vinegar on it, and I'll call that the Sea Marty. Boom, just like that. <laughs> right.
0: That has to come out, man. That has to come out now, bro. You're teasing us. <laughs> so we got, uh, oh, it's the same person, man. He, he has a lot of questions for you. Dream, dream Chef to create merch
1: for, and Dream Chef to curate a completely original dish with. Oh, that's a good-ass question. Um, dream Chef to create merch for, um damn merch probably (laughs) probably i would want to create merch with either maddie matheson or action bronson on some shit oh bro action bar oh man that would be like i've been watching a lot of them over these years and like they've really kind of like helped me with that whole wanting to kind of like take like the streets and mixing them with the clothing you know what i'm saying so if i can get like action bronson in the hat or action monster in the t or maddie matheson in the t or maddie matheson in the hat or even maddie matheson in a pair of slippers that would be a dream and then to create a completely original dish with um i would probably say anthony bourdain only because i know it'll make my brother jealous as hell like it would be right
0: (laughs) (laughs) just to stun a little bit
1: yeah what's your favorite youtube chef my favorite youtube chef is maddie matheson for sure He's Maddie Madison. Up. I got to check it out. I got to check he's it out. Right he's hilarious. Yeah. Like he's absolutely hilarious. And, like, on on, the, on top of that, too, like, I respect his energy. Like, he knows what he's doing. He's serious. He's dead ass. Favorite cookbook? Favorite cookbook? I'll show it to you. This bad boy right here, the Barbecue Bible. Wow. This is amazing. I highly recommend everybody to get this.
0: The Barbecue Bible, man. It
1: is, it's got, like, over a 1,000 recipes in here. You could do whatever you want by Steve Stephen Racklin. It's got nice, 500 recipes in there. They show you how to do fish, steak, uh, chicken. They even have cocktails in here. They got vegetables, all types of shit. This is like, that is dope. They show you cooking times. They show you how to like light the grill. They show you how to like smoke ribs. They show you how to smoke fish. They show you how to make beef jerky. This is this is. This is it right this there. Is it. This is like literally it's the Bible, um, bro. Bible. This is amazing. A highly, highly. Sure how to cook with I'm... gas. Sure how to cook with coals. Damn. If you fuck with it, get with get with this book. Well, that's a good father's gift too, bro. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I know what I'm getting, my dad. Yeah. Bro, I have a couple questions myself, actually. Um, what's your favorite dish to cook?
1: My favorite dish to cook, I got to say, the easiest dish is curry chicken, man. Like, Curry if, chicken, it's not, yeah. if it's not curry chicken, it's probably stir-fry, which is kind of random. But like, right. it's really good. But curry <laughs> chicken, for, for sure. Quiz. Yeah. What's your favorite one,
0: favorite one to, to eat?
1: To eat? Ooh. Yeah. Favorite dish to eat is definitely, if we're talking Caribbean, stew mm-hmm. peas and rice. So stew peas and rice, It's I, if it, when, you, when I tell you the ingredients, it's going gonna, it's gonna to sound fucking crazy. But so it's pigtail, kidney beans, um, like stewed down and with all your different spices and stuff like that, and then it's served over white rice. So it's like the gelatinousness from the pigtail with the meat that you sometimes get, because like the meat from the pigtail is like it's like it's steeped in. Yeah, you know, when you come up here, I gotta show you this crazy shit. It's wild. Yeah. <laughs> it's really I wild. I gotta see this. You gotta go to like some backyard West Indian like types like like type shop. It's like literally salted pigtails sitting in a. Like a like literally a plastic bucket of like Man. fermented juices with and it smells crazy. It looks wild. There's flies on it. When you pick it up <laughs> No way. <laughs> you pick so it up. What you, is boil this? It, yeah. <laughs> you boil it <laughs> off. You boil all the salts off. It's fine. And um you season up your stuff, you create the stew with it with the uh, kidney beans. And it's been my favorite probably since I was like eight years old. No way. Wow. And that comes from your, your tradition? too like some tradition dishes yeah Yeah, like when my grandmother would make that shit i would probably go i would literally get so excited it was the best thing
0: that's beautiful man just kind of like bringing back that tradition and kind of remixing it you know and 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 making it your own way you know it's it's yeah that's super cool bro that's the best part bro like yeah literally the best part
1: someone asked what got you into cooking what got me into cooking um First, I saw my grandma doing it, and then my dad always did it, and then my dad needed help. And then I stopped watching, like, back then, I was watching a lot of BET. I watched so much BET. And then after watching BET and getting over 106 and Park, I started watching the Food Channel and was getting so, like, excited about it, and then learning new techniques. And then I would show my dad new shit, like, after he would show me shit. And then it became, like, this game of, like, all right, yo, Daddy, let me show you how to julienne some peppers. Or, like. Uh, like, let me show you how to, like, cut a carrot like this. And he he would kind of get a little upset. But then when he realized what I was <laughs> doing, he was like, all right, this is cool. And then it kind of turned into this game of, like, all right, what can I teach my dad? Um, you guys were okay. flexing on each other, just yeah, showing different yeah, things. Yeah,
0: Bro, you know what's funny? Things. I saw your, your video of, of the salad you are making.
2: Yeah. And,
0: uh, bro, like, just the way you are cutting the the pepper, mm-hmm. like... Bro, I have no background in culinary, you know, or anything. So I was <laughs> just watching you and like the three peppers together and um, just how you like cut it round and like all those little things that I caught on to is like I'm I'm applying it now, you know? Just, Yo, just like, it's like
1: you learn these little like little tips. It's yeah. like, so you can't learn anything from TV, but that's a damn lie. Like you could really take some shit. Like I absolutely. learned all this shit off a of food channel. I wanted to go to culinary school, but my mom was like, nah. So I went to civil engineering school instead. But mine is that, like I would have totally been like on some like french cuisine type shit for sure right Do yeah it. man even like you you put some vinegar
0: in there and you like just yeah, yeah I, like i don't know how many ingredients bro but i was like man
1: There's yeah i gotta
0: step food. up my salad game bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for real someone said my grandma used to make me hold a bag while she put the pigtails in that's what
1: i'm talking about yeah yes. that's the vibe. yeah <laughs> you get that bag a little like this and you stay who uh would you go to culinary uh, culinary school? Someone would asked. Would I go to culinary school now? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would do it. Yeah, I would totally do it. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I would totally mm-hmm. do it. Like, and like now, like when you hit like twenty nine, thirty, you're like, nah, I ain't going back to school. But I would go back to school for that because I love. Yeah, school. you know, be able to, sharpen you, your you, skills. Like, yeah, just learn new stuff and then apply it. Like if you. She was trying to get me into doing like French cuisine, which I think is actually a really good idea. Mm. Um, Taking that technical aspect of things and then applying it to something that is rustic and as indigenous and rough and like like as Jamaican food is something really cool. I don't want to make like, I'm not trying to have like this crazy gourmet food. I just want to have delicious, heavy, like rustic, Fun food, like things that make you, you feel and like. And you can people. take
0: influences from you know the French yeah, cuisine like,
1: and just kind of add your own
0: thing to it. You know? yeah, yeah, you know what I'm
1: saying? Like throw it That's in there. Cool. Yeah. Um,
0: what's one of your toughest things you've encountered while writing the book?
1: Motivation. Hmm. That shit is hard, bro. You wake up in the morning, yeah. I have nothing, I don't have necessarily anything to go to in the middle of the day. So. Bro, I feel you on that. And it's like COVID, COVID, I I was telling my friends, it's like,
0: it feels like I've been in quarantine for the last, like, five years. I'm staying. staying. (laughs) When you don't have a job and you're working from home, you know, working on your things. like you, Yeah, you have to find your own routine for yourself and kind of get into your rhythm, you know. And sometimes inspiration doesn't come all the time, you know. Motivation doesn't come all the time because as an artist, entrepreneur, there's a lot of downs, you know. There's a lot of ups, too. But those downs is like, you know, the you, downs you gotta get down, so down, down, bro. <laughs> yeah. And you gotta find ways to kind of, you know, get out of it. Sometimes it's distracting yourself, maybe going on a walk, playing some sport or or you know, cooking, maybe, yeah. you know, but uh yeah. It's hard, it's hard. Yeah. Uh man, just to on the last note too, like where can people find your, your
1: spices? Where can people, you know, uh cop some merch. Okay, so all the stuff, all plug my, it in, all my merch, all my products, they're they're on cmartymar.com. So that's C-M-A-R-T-Y-M-A-R.com. com. I got hats up there. I got hot sauce up there. I got t-shirts up there. I got powder up there. I got all types of stuff for you. T-shirts, hoodies, crop tops, whatever you want. And if you I'm see something that, that might not be sold, that might be sold out. Hit me up. I got like, I might have it. I just didn't realize I had it.
0: Bro, thank you,
1: man, for your for your time. Like
0: yeah, just sharing your story, your journey, bro. Like just super inspiring, man, just just to hear and just kind of see. It's just refreshing too, you know, how you merged and fused everything together. And man, if if we're hitting New York, bro, I'm definitely tapping in with you and, and Yo, for sure, yeah. Man. We'll we'll thank have you. to cook something
1: up. Thank you again for the opportunity. It was really dope. I really appreciate hey, it. Hey, keep, keep striving
0: and uh we'll keep in touch, man. You too, man, for sure. Let's do it. Much love, bro. Take care. Take care. Peace. Hey everyone, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you made it this far, thank you, much love. (laughs) I just wanna give a shout out and a big thank you to the whole faculty team, the intern team, everyone who's been helping us to make this vision a reality and making No Diploma what it is today. We truly appreciate you and thank you to you guys for supporting this small independent brand operating from a one bedroom apartment. It would mean the world to us if you gave us a five star rating on this podcast share it with a classmate. We do this out of passion, out of love, and most importantly, we do this for the community. Make sure you check us out on all social media platforms at nodiploma underscore, check out our Dean's List playlist on Spotify, it features new music from the No Diploma community, check out our mixes on SoundCloud and Mixcloud, and last but not least, check out our website for some new merch, we've got a lot of heat dropping soon, so stay tuned. For real, shout out to everyone who's copped in life tie-dye t-shirt. We raised over $200 for Hoodstock, a local Montreal organization that aims to generate spaces for dialogue and mobilizing initiatives to eliminate systemic inequalities here in Montreal. So much love and make sure you tune in with us this thursday we've got a new class discussion with miss condi a photographer and creative director based in vancouver honestly he's one of my favorite photographers so i'm super excited for this so tune in with us this thursday at 9 p.m eastern time and every monday new podcast episode that drops here on all streaming platforms. If there's any guests you would like to recommend, shoot us an email or a DM and we'll reach out and try to make it happen. We're always looking down to sit down and learn from other individuals in different fields. We've been getting the question a lot about our outro songs that we plug in at the end of our podcasts. Well, each song that we use comes from the community and the songs come from the Dean's List playlist on Spotify. So for this week, the outro song is jay king's new song called pictures to paint it's about everything that's going on right now it only felt right to feature it in this week's podcast so please enjoy
2: we'll see you next week protest. peace here we go here we go You Times like this when all that pain begins to reminisce Good people, they mislabeled as some menaces Accusations get you killed without no evidence Built these countries up, but to this day ain't reap no benefits Life fuck is up, these people they aim at us They killing us when we cuff, going crazy, this life get fucked, damn No time to pick and choose, don't pick us for no interviews Flame us on the news and paint these pictures that we never drew You can see it on our faces that it hurt Mama torn apart, her baby just got taken from this earth They don't wanna see us thrive, they'd rather see us in that dirt Brothers on the shirt, will I make it out, will I get murked? Man, we got these vices for pain, mind really feeling deranged System twisted, still I get uplifted when hoping for change Put us in that rope that they hope they can hang Put us in that rope that they hope they can hang. Bridges they burn and they burn. Pages just turn and they turn. Smoking switches, we know that black wishes ain't given, they earn. This life ain't free, got us working for CERN. This life ain't free, man, we working for CERN. All of us we wanna shine. Pennies that turn to a dime. Only if this life pay back that interest we gave with our time. We painted pictures, they painted as crime. We painted pictures, they painted as crime. They talk about arrest. But they don't kill the rest Treat us as less so we come swinging just like Malcolm X They don't treat us like we people, treat us more like pests Said he couldn't breathe but he still kept his knee down on his neck Like fuck them all, they calling it protocol After all, we the ones with our backs up against the wall We doing everything that we can just to get involved Police leave a nigga dead on the pavement and get absolved Man it's fucked, realizing we stuck They said I'm pushing my boundaries, I'm really pushing for love I'm just praying for strength, and I pray to God up above. Just let my people dub. You know we came out the mud. We sick and tired of the snub. This shit ain't bluffing, man. My niggas really suffering. Never had belief for all the people in that government. And all we want is freedom for the people. Treat us more like equals. Sick of being treated as beneath you. Yeah, we got these vices for pain. Mind really feeling deranged. System twisted. Still I get uplifted when hoping for change. Put us in that rope that they hope they can hang Put us in that rope that they hope they can hang Bridges they burn and they burn Pages just turn and they turn Smoking switches, we know that black wishes ain't given they earn This life ain't free got us working for CERN This life ain't free man we working for CERN All of us we wanna shine Pennies that turn to a dime Only if this life pay back that interest we gave with our time We painted pictures they painted as crime painted pictures. They painted it's crime. We hey. can find it.